It is tournament time. Let's talk about it with John Millay here on Preps Today with John Millay. This is our prep show at talknorth.com. You know the deal. Tons of twins, Vikings, hockey, wolves, uh, variety, outdoor content. Check it all out at talknorth.com. If you like this show, subscribe to your favorite podcast app. If you like other shows at the network, do the same. You can also follow us on Twitter at talknorthpod. Uh, Thanks to our producer, Brandon Morton, and our sponsors, uh, Pizza Barn in Princeton. All Energy Solar, Propane, and we're coming to you from the Aquarius Home Services Studio. So, John, let's get to it. Uh, it is tournament time. That's right, Jim. It's tournament time. We're into June now. We are in the depths of the postseason for most spring sports. Uh, if the, the ones that aren't in section play now will be soon. So, everybody's competing for spots in state tournaments uh, at the sections right now, and it's a great time of year. The weather's cooperating so far, knock on wood. Uh, the first big spring state tournament This will be this week, in fact, Friday and Saturday with the Adapted Softball Tournament at Chanhassen High School. They, their big gym is divided right down the middle into two softball fields. Adapted Softball is played with plastic balls, plastic bats. It's really fun to watch. Nice, nice crowds come out. Chanhassen does a really great job of hosting this tournament. Good luck to those teams. And if people can't make it to Chanhassen, you can watch streaming coverage of the Adapted Softball Championship games for free by the official streaming partner of the high school league, NSPN. If you go to nspn.tv slash MSHSL, you can watch those Adapted Softball State Championship games Saturday. Next week, uh, in fact, the next two weeks, we really ramp it up here, Jim. Uh, Next week, we'll have state tournaments and boys tennis softball and track and field the following week, baseball, golf, lacrosse. Uh, The spring tournament run will end on June 17th with the baseball state championship games at CHS Field, home of the St. Paul Saints. As we know, those games, those baseball title games, have traditionally been held at Target Field, but the Twins are home at that time. And CHS is is a tremendous option. That's going to be fun. Um, I've been to high school games there in the past. And an important reminder about tickets for state tournaments. There are no physical tickets. Everything is done online. If you go to mshsl.org, you can find ticket information. And your school, if you have a team or individuals involved at state tournaments, your school will have that that information available too. So good luck to everybody who's competing right now. Uh, CHS Field is fantastic, by the way. Perfect perfect for a high school tournament too. Yeah, you know, we love Target Field, but I've been in there – uh, you know, I, I missed last year's games there because I had COVID. Other than that, I've been there every year, and it's been a, quite a while we've been doing that. It's great. It's a major league ballpark, but it's very large. You know, even even with big crowds from from schools, it's a big empty ballpark. CHS won't have that problem. It's it's much smaller, much more intimate. I think it's going to be great. I think everybody will have a wonderful time. No doubt about it. And by the way, you probably already know, but John is the uh, preps and activities guru and writer at mshsl.org. You can find his writing at John's Journal at mshsl.org. And of course, you can hear his spoken word artistry here Ooh. at talknorth.com. How about that? Uh, let's get let us get to the Edison twins. Yeah, I talked previously on the podcast about a story I was working on about two about two two twin brothers. That's a little redundant. Twin brothers who are four sport athletes at Minneapolis Edison. The story is now up on John's Journal at mshsl.org. Cyrus and Elijah Jones are juniors at Edison. 
They play football in the fall, wrestle in the winter, and then in the spring, they're on both the baseball and track teams. Really, really interesting uh, kids. I had a uh, really good time talking to them and their parents. This is one really busy family, as you would guess. Their dad, Ken, he's an assistant football and baseball coach at Edison. Their mom, Jane, like Ken, they're both educators, uh, so they, they know what's important. These, these are great kids. I really had a good time spending time with the Jones family. Just really fun. And uh, they're wonderful people. The story's worth reading. So if you go to mshsl.org, scroll down to John's journal, you'll see that. Excellent. All right. We're going to get to thanking a ref and a coach. We're going to talk about St. Charles rules. And we're going to get to the pride of St. Francis right now. I do want to let you know about Pizza Barn in Princeton, Jody Stay's fine operation. Yeah, things are really hopping up there as we're as we're full on into summer now, Jim. The Pizza Barn right in downtown Princeton. It's famous for pizza. That's that's the name of the place, the Pizza Barn. But they have a complete menu with everything you'd want for lunch and dinner, in-person dining, take and bake, delivery, catering. There's chicken, sandwiches, appetizers, soup, salads, always great stuff for the kids and a lot more. And remember, it's never too early to, to get cracking on booking one of the Pizza Barn food trucks for your event. You can make your summer gathering easy by having the Pizza Barn send one of those trucks your way. If you want more information, go to pizzabarnprinceton.com. Click on the food trunk link to get started. And as always, great thanks to our friend Jody Stay and her crew at the Pizza Barn for sponsoring our podcast. Yes, thank you, Jody. Thank you also to All Energy Solar. Just to let you know, there's a lot to worry about when running a business. Your utility bill shouldn't be at the top of that list. Solar energy cuts down on unpredictable utility costs, making your job just a little easier. Find out more about how your business can go. How about how? Excuse me. Find out more about how your business can go solar at allenergysolar.com slash learn. Go to allenergysolar.com slash coach to find out about your free solar evaluation if you are an individual looking to go solar. Also want to let you know that a lot of people agree we need to lower our carbon footprint. They also agree we need reliable and affordable energy every minute of every day. A diverse energy mix will provide reliability and affordability which is extremely important during Minnesota's four distinct seasons. Fortunately, a clean energy solution for tomorrow is available today that's ready to work alongside other energy sources. It's propane. Propane produces 43% fewer emissions than the equivalent amount of electricity generated from the U.S. grid. It's stored on site, independent from the vulnerabilities of the utility grid, and propane's benefits don't end there. Major advances are being made today for renewable propane. Renewable propane is compatible with traditional propane and requires no additional infrastructure investments. Minnesota needs to use all of our low-carbon alternatives, including propane, to safely provide energy, reliability, resiliency, and affordability. Propane, the right energy right now. Find out about more what propane can do for you at propane. Dot com. Now, John, let us get to uh, thanking a ref and a coach. Yeah, we're combining two things here, Jim, uh, in, into our usual thank a ref segment. Uh, my friend Jared Robedo, he's a t- really talented sports editor at the Bemidji Pioneer. He, he's, he's very creative, very inventive, and, and Jared really gets it. He knows what's important. He writes occasional pieces under the headline, The Best Thing I Saw Last Week. He likes to take a step back from the competitive side of sports, focus on the little things that makes that make these activities special. And uh, I retweeted his latest story. I also posted it on the MSHSL Facebook page. It's really it's really neat. It's centered around a controversial call in a baseball game between Bemidji and Elk River. Jared talked to Bemidji coach 
Mike Fogelson afterwards about the call. And the coach's comments are really newsworthy. Mike said, the umps called a good game. There's a lot of intensity, and the umps did a great job. At the end of the day, you have to support the call. I have my thoughts, but the ump is right, and we have to support that. And then Jared wrote, Fogelson disagreed with his with the ruling in the moment, but he recognized the situation. He respected the umpire's decision and regrouped his team for the final three innings. Respecting officials doesn't mean fans have to agree with every call blindly, but instead of shouting profanities and dragging a human under the bus for making a human mistake, having a more mature perspective can make all the difference, unquote. That's that's great stuff. Congrats to Mike. Well done, Jared. That's how these things should be handled. Uh, I just one of the best things I've read in a long time. Oh, that's fantastic. And yeah. you've been talking about it for a long time. And it's nice yeah. to have a positive example to point to instead of just yeah. uh, some of the negative stuff we see. All right, let's get to St. Charles. Yeah, St. Charles rules the planet. There's no doubt. Last week, we talked to Eric Klein, one of the track coaches at St. Charles. He talked about the concept of true team track and field, which I don't know if a lot of people are, are, are too familiar with. I know Eric, he did a great job on that. It's, it's an only in Minnesota thing. And he talked about what it means to athletes, coaches, and fans. And so we talked to, er, to Eric early last Thursday afternoon, a couple hours later, about 100 miles down the road. I was in St. Charles and I stopped off at track practice, shot a selfie of myself and Eric, uh, and, and tweeted that I was, I was there that day for softball, but was glad to leave home a little early, check in at the track, uh, the softball focus. We've talked about this before. It was on Winona Cotter coach, Pat Bolin, who came into that day's section tournament play with 802 career wins, which matches the state record set by Bob Mertz of New Ulm Cathedral. Bob retired in 2018. So Bob and Pat both at 802 wins. Uh, the Cotter fans were ready to celebrate, but the celebrations, as it turned out, it wasn't the greatest deal. They, they're going to have to wait till next season. Uh, the Ramblers lost to St. Charles, and then in an elimination game, lost to La Crescent Hoka. That ended the season. So Pat's at 802, tied with Bob Mertz at 802. Uh, they only lose one senior from this year's team at Cotter, so it's a pretty safe bet that they're going to they're gonna win a lot of games next season. And Pat's going to get to that uh, 803 mark and beyond. And uh, I can't, I will, I'm not going to make any promises a year off, but I think I'm going to be heading back to Winona Cotter next spring. Now let's go from St. Charles to the pride of St. Francis. Yep. St. Charles to St. Francis. We're going to, we're going to talk world-class track and field here to close the show, Jim. Uh, last Saturday, there was a big uh, international Olympic level track meet in Los Angeles, the LA Grand Prix. Uh, Ryan Krauser broke his own world record in the men's shot put there. That was a huge thing. It, that, that accomplishment, I think, eclipsed a little bit what Minnesota's own Maggie Ewan did. She's a 2013 graduate of St. Francis. I saw her at a competition in Des Moines a few weeks ago and wrote about her. You can find that story on John's Journal. But all Maggie did, she won the women's shot put at this meet in L.A., uh, with a throw of 67 feet, one and a quarter inches. That's the best shot per performance by a female in the world this year. Wow. I think she topped her previous best by close to close to two two feet, which is phenomenal in an event like that. So uh, Maggie, you know, was an NCAA champion at Arizona State. She now lives in South Dakota. 
but but she's one of us. She's a Minnesotan. We're not going to let anybody take uh, that away from us or Maggie. So way to go, Maggie Ewan. Right now, she's the best female shot putter in the world. That's great stuff. Uh, once again, thank you to Brandon Morton, our producer. Thanks again to Pizza Barn in Princeton. And once again, we're coming to you from the Aquarius Home Service Studio. Uh, any big plans for the coming week, John? Yeah, you know, this weekend I'm going to be hitting some softball, some track, adapted softballs for sure on Saturday. And then, like I said, next week, it just it's just run and gun with uh, multiple state tournaments going on at the same time. I'm I'm going to have to figure out before next week. All the high school league board of directors also meets next week. Uh, we'll have four days of state tennis. We'll have uh, three days of state track, two days of softball. So between the Metro and softball and Mankato, I might put on some miles. I just I'm just going to have to figure out where I can be and when I can be there. Well, I know you'll choose wisely, and I know you'll cover <laughs> everything that needs to be covered. You can't be everywhere, but you find a way to kind of cover everything, which yeah. we we greatly appreciate. Again, you can find John's journal at mshsl.org. Check out all of his podcasts. You can see the archive of his podcast as well at talknorth.com. Uh, thanks to everyone who listens to the network. We do appreciate it. If you like it, tell someone. If you don't like it, tell someone.